Welcome to Element, the student ministry of Third City Christian Church. To find out more, go to thirdcitychristian.org backslash students. Pray with me, God. Uh, you give us this opportunity to be here tonight. And uh, I pray that you use our hearts. I pray that you use our hearts and change our hearts and mold our hearts and shape our hearts to what you wish them to be. I pray for people who are wondering who Jesus is. And if this is worth their time, if this is worth their energy, that you blow them away tonight. That you show them your goodness, your power, your glory. Work your, work your way in me, God. Thank you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. So you guys, you, you walk in here. I, I want to give you tonight. Actually, I'm going to tell you this. I want to give you like a behind-the-scenes look tonight to tell you what Element is all about, what the heart of Element is about. It's basically pulling the drapes back and saying, this is why we are here. This is why we exist. And I think that's important. And a lot of you, you walk in here in sixth grade, you know, or, or maybe in high school, you walk in for the first time, and you're a little immature. <laughs> a little immature, right? Now hear me out. See, yes, you make fart jokes and you tickle your friends, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That still happens in the element offices complex as well. So some people grow out of it, some people don't. That's okay. But that's not the immaturity that I'm talking about. When you walk in here, there's a chance that you're mature, immature. An immaturity that makes you think that God's just one big genie that may or may not grant a wish. The immaturity to walk in here and go, I don't think any of this matters. The immaturity to approach this situation and think that you can never be loved because of something you've done. And listen, if, if we didn't care about you, if we didn't care about you, we'd just let you sit in that immaturity. We would just say, it would be so much easier. We would entertain you for an hour, and then we'd have you go talk to your friends for a half an hour, and then we'd send you home. It would be so easy. And if we didn't care about you, we wouldn't have your adult leaders pushing you. They would just let you sit in that immaturity, just drowning in that immaturity, and they send you home. It'd be so much easier. But we're not going to do that. We're never going to do that. We're never going to do that. We, we're going to call you up out of the muck of life. We are going to call you out of your immaturity and instead direct you to hope. We're going to pull you up and out for a greater purpose in life than simply eating, sleeping, and one day dying. The heart of Element is all about helping you step out of that immaturity and step into a maturity. A maturity that comes from truth. A maturity that can get you through a situation like losing a best friend. A maturity that can get you through a situation like a parent's divorce. A maturity that can get you through moments in life where all it feels like is everyone is against you and wants you done and failing. The truth for that maturity comes from the gospel of Jesus Christ. The fact that you are so loved 
that you were died for. He took the punishment you deserved and gave you freedom so that you would have a connection with him into eternity. The truth comes from this. But most of us know that killing immaturity hurts. Growing up hurts. Growing up has a lot of stumbling and following and falling forward. Growing up hurts. And I'm with you guys on this. But here's the heartbeat of element, is that we want to take you by the hand and we want to walk with you through that process. We want to take your hand and we want to be with you during that time. Why do you think we try so hard to get you in a small group? It's so you can't not have a hand to grab onto when those times come. Don't you see we need each other? Don't you see that we need Jesus? The heart of element is to grab the hands of immature people spiritually and walk with them through these processes of life in truth and in hope and in love. And the heartbeat of element is for you to understand that your life is far more and far greater than what you think it is and far more valuable. And we can't stay immature forever. That would be a tragedy. And we can't leave other people's behind either because that would be a tragedy. It's in Ephesians, it's chapter 4, 14 through 16. Talking about when you engage your faith, when you engage Jesus Christ for who he is, even out of curiosity. It says, then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching, by gossip, by stories that are twisted. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound like the truth. You know why? Because we know the truth. And we have something to hold on to. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Jesus who is the head of the, his body, the church. He's the source of it all. He's the leader of it all. He's the purpose of it all. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly, hand in hand. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy, growing, and full of love. That the whole body is healthy, growing, and full of love. It's so awesome that you guys are here tonight. This is exactly where I want you to be. But I want to challenge you. Why are you not grabbing the hand of your adult leader to guide you? Why are you not grabbing the hand of a friend who's struggling to help them? This is so much more than free entertainment on a Wednesday night. This is about your soul and a savior and your eternity. Here's the question. Are your hands empty? 
Are you alone in it all? Do you have anything that you're grabbing onto and do you have anybody that you're helping? Do you have anything that you're grabbing onto and do you have anybody that you're reaching back to help? I've seen this posture before. When Jesus was stretched apart on the cross, reaching into heaven, but yet at the same time reaching back for Elements about walking with you in those moments. And we're going to celebrate tonight. We're going we're to look at a life that's worth living. You're going to hear stories of people who are stepping out of immaturity and how uncomfortable that is, but oh, how necessary it is. And you are going to be witnesses, witnesses to someone grabbing, to multiple people grabbing the hand of Jesus and saying, I'm not going without you anymore. Let's celebrate as a family and it's not all about us. It's about who we're reaching out to help. And it's about us reaching out to do the same. say I put my hope definitely in sports um, that's a big part of my life and sometimes I put that before Jesus and it really sticks out to me that sports isn't always gonna be there I mean I won't always have that in my life and there's been times where I've been hurt before and it's just crazy how it can be taken away from you within a split second and that's not what happens with Jesus but Jesus is always there working through you, um, helping you get through the things in life. It definitely failed me because I felt like I was letting people down. Um, at CIY this summer, uh, I had an accident and I was playing Frisbee and I hurt my shoulder. And the pain of letting people down, the thought of that almost hurt just as much as my shoulder did. Um, it was tearing me apart, it was just, draining me, all the energy out of me. And it's definitely tough to do because, I mean, your teammates are expecting expecting you to be there and count on you. And you just feel like you let them down and give them that same feeling. I mean, I would miss church on Sundays because of sports. I would put sports before it, or I would be tired from sports and let that keep me from being with Jesus. Um, I definitely can re relate to uh, caring what people think about me. Everything I do, I always, first thing that comes into mind, how are people gonna react to this? What are they gonna say? What are they gonna think? And how are people gonna view me? And that's something I definitely struggle with. My aha moment was definitely CIY this summer. Um, I sat there doubting, basically, like tearing myself apart, you know, why me? Asking God, why did this happen? How? I mean, state baseball was coming up and district baseball was coming up. And I was worried about what people were gonna say, what they were gonna think. And I was tearing myself apart, doubting Jesus. And, and then my whole perspective definitely flipped. You know, I was like, you know, this is Jesus showing me that 
Even though sports is taken away from me, I still have Jesus there with me. I'm still bonding with him, I'm still connecting with him and connecting with other people. Now that I put Jesus first, um, I've definitely become a better person. Um, it's definitely made me a lot happier. I feel closer to Jesus. I feel a connection. And I feel like I can relate with other people through Jesus. My eighth grade year, I remember sitting at a Grand Island football game. My dad came up to me and told me, you know, okay, something, I knew from the look on his face, something bad had happened. And it was about my cousin. He had been lifelighted to Omaha. Um, he had a brain aneurysm on the football field. And that was definitely another aha moment. Just the fact that um, that can all be taken away from you in an instant. And he was in a coma for two months and we're really close and that was hard for me to watch. But honestly, I would, for his sake, just for him to experience what, what I have, like what I've experienced over the couple years, I would trade places with him, no doubt. Um, I'd say God is definitely working on me with like the people I surround myself with and choosing the right people to hang out with and be friends with. And definitely is challenging me um, with sports for sure and my own personal life at home. But I always know that I have people there for me and I'm, it's important to just trust in Jesus and what he has for, in store for you. My name is Will and I find my hope in Jesus. Hi, my name is Garrett. Um, I've put my hope in being perfect uh, and that's really robbed me of my joy and happiness in life and it's, it's made me suffer. Um, I don't, I didn't like who I was and I try to be perfect with sports and school and uh, being perfect for my friends and my family because I just wanted to to please them, and I wasn't really pleasing myself with what I was doing. Um, it definitely drew me away with my faith, and I felt so far from God that I couldn't connect with Him anymore, and Josh made a reference to the, the cloud thing with the rope, where you, you just can't lose Him anymore, but you have that rope, and you can always pull back to Him. Some of my actions that I take towards people and the way that I talk to people, I don't really have Jesus on my shoulder. I just uh, speak freely and my tongue sometimes isn't very, uh, very healthy and it's not very, very nice. And I notice that and I feel really terrible. Um, it really showed up with, with sports especially. Um, if I wasn't performing to the best of my abilities, then I, was, I wasn't perfect enough, I wasn't good enough because I also compare my, myself to, to other people and their statistics and if mine didn't compare to theirs then I wasn't good enough. It really brought me down and it was affecting the relationship, relationships between my, my parents, my friends and my relationship with God. I would say knowing the fact that Jesus loves you for who you are and everyone makes mistakes, nobody's perfect and 
you're gonna make them no matter what how good you are at, at something you're gonna you're gonna fail and and you're gonna disappoint yourself and other people but you got to know that that Jesus loves you for who you are and he died on the cross for you I'm, I'm just I was tired of being down all the time and I was tired of pushing away my family and my friends and I just needed to, to come back to Jesus and I just knew instantly that I know I'm not going to be perfect and I know that I'm going to mess up but Jesus still loves me for who I am and and what I do. Coming, to, coming back to Element really helped because not having Element made me feel like God wasn't there and Element really helped me know that Jesus is always with us and that he's always going to be there. Um, also reading the Bible, reading, reading scripture all the time, that's helped a lot. And surrounding yourself with people that love Jesus and that genuinely care for you and for what you believe in. Like I know I'm not perfect and I, and I still struggle with wanting to be perfect, but I know that, that God is always going to be there and that He will always have my back. My name is Garrett and I put my hope in Jesus. Something that I put my hope in um, is my sports, like volleyball, and that has failed me through losing, and that's put, I guess, a discouraging feeling. Sports made me feel important because um, I guess the role in my sport was um, when I could play it right, it felt good. Um, when it didn't go well, there was no good job or no applauding. I mean your friends every once in a while be like, hey, you got a good time, or do it next time, you're good. Um, a struggle was, um, it questioned my love for the game, if I wanted to do it anymore. And um, I guess the more you fail, the more you feel unworthy. Um, I did put my hope in the way I looked. Um, I thought it was the biggest thing, the most important thing within going to school is how you looked, how you acted. Um, I guess if people thought positively about me, it made it easier to, I guess, feel worthy. And if they didn't think good things about me, it was easier to um, put myself down and self-worth. My aha moment was when I was actually at Fusion and we talked about um, just people in general and that led to my bad baptism a couple years ago. It changed that I was putting like my perspective was in the wrong place and what's important and what I should be thinking of myself and others. Um, it was mainly through um, prayer because of the lull that I was in because of volleyball and stuff like that. I wasn't, um, I don't know, I prayed to him because of that feeling that I had and element helped. The scripture one night Josh was talking about it and that made me realize what I was doing wrong. And um, um, Life has been <laughs> better. <laughs> I see people differently, I treat them differently. I always have the, what would God do? What would God say first in my brain with um, my actions, my words and stuff like that. Um, it affects my thoughts, like in the morning waking up, if I'm 
gonna be positive today or what am I gonna do to serve him and um, become a better kingdom worker. Helping other people um, has put a different like feeling I guess in my stomach from the lull that I went through. It's the opposite feeling and of joy and excitement. And I guess it put a different perspective for me with my day-to-day -day basis and I encourage you to do that too and um, it was a life-changing. He is definitely challenging me with becoming a better and bigger kingdom worker and the step after baptism, what, what's next. And What's up? My name's Rashawn. Growing up, I've always used to put my hope into sports and to my reputation. And I always used to put it into sports because I always used to think I was like the one going to the league, some. So I thought I was the best and I'd put everything into that, my time, my effort, my motivation, and nothing else. And then with that, it kind of built my reputation up to what it is. And I always thought I was like the coolest kid on the block. And that kind of failed me because it kind of showed me that sports can end at any moment because I've been injured at different times throughout my sports career. And sports is just something that can end at any moment. And your faith is something that will stick with you till, the, till your time comes. The downside of that, of having sports first, was kind of loneliness because, you know, I kind of had the same schedule every day. It'd be like, wake up go to school, go to practice, then go home because, you know, I'd be too tired to do anything. And I'd kind of close myself from my friends or my family and then just be on repeat every day and I'd kind of shut myself in a little ball and, like, wouldn't talk to nobody about my loneliness or anything. Put me in a dark place and I didn't know what to do and it kind of put me through a depression for a while and I just didn't really know what to do or who to talk to or how to talk about it. I'd say one thing that Another thing that I struggled with growing up was kind of my family situation because I know I'm not the only one who grew up without a dad because I know a lot of my friends, they have a dad and they like to. Um, that just kind of put me in a really dark place. Like growing up, I ain't know what it meant, but growing up, I kind of grew into realizing like what it was and it took a huge toll on me and put, that put me in a really dark place, like darker than any other in that. I don't know, kind of like destroyed me. And I was, it was really scary, the depression I was going through with that when I realized like what was going on with my family and stuff. And my faith actually really helped boost that up. My aha moment with Jesus kind of came uh, during Nick Galvin's funeral. It was just a crazy thing to be at. Just one of my good friends just passed away so young. Um, my aha, aha moment was when we were worshiping together. It was like my first time being here. And just seeing the church come together as a family and seeing as one and seeing Monty, his dad, sing up there just as strong as he was kind of was when I felt Jesus like talking to me saying, come join me on this path and just follow, follow me through your life. And that's, I just remember breaking down and crying and just, it was a life changing moment for me. You know, I've got to do a lot of great things, met a lot of great people. I've got to go to CIY for two years now and that's been a life changing thing each year. I've got to go on an awesome mission trip that that was just super eye-opening eye for me just to see that God isn't only in church or only in your town. He's like everywhere you go because we were 
clear down in Dallas and we got to see many different kinds of people. We got to see homeless people, we got to see prostitutes, drug addicts, everything you can name. Just people that have hit rock bottom in their life and it was kind of crazy and an eye opener for me because here they are who have hit rock bottom and there's people here who have everything they need and yet they don't have Jesus though and they don't have any hope but I've seen these people who are at rock bottom have more hope than a lot of people I know. So it's really life-changing thing to see what Jesus can really do to you. My hope in Jesus has really healed my heart because it showed me that even if I don't have a dad or if I don't have great friends, that I'm loved by him no matter how far I go from him or what I do in life. I'm always loved by him and loved by somebody. Yeah, I mean, life still ain't perfect because, like, you know, my dad still ain't in the picture as much as I want him to be, but ever since I started coming to church and experiencing what Jesus is, like, I've surrounded myself with a great community, and, like, whenever I'm down or anything, I have so many people I can rely on to help me get through these struggles and talk to about it, which is an awesome thing because loneliness is a dark thing, and I want to wish it upon anybody, so Jesus has really helped me with that. Yeah, I'd say the thing God challenged me on would be keeping him with me wherever I go because you know once you get around like the cool kids in school or a certain group you kind of change who you are and with me I struggle with that because I get around some people and I completely lose my like faith side of life and I'm like a completely different person the same when I'm in sports I take out my anger in sports it's just like I'm a completely different person than who I really am so I say God has really challenged me to keep him with me wherever I go. This is Beast Mode, and you already know I put my hope in Jesus. Thanks for joining Element. To find out more, go to thirdcitychristian.org backslash students.